0: In that time, I've realized that I've been equipped with the tools to handle this all along. That slowing down isn't actually so foreign, but it's rather been a reclamation of a former self that knew how to take care. This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Quickies. This is a series where I am coming on the mic, talking to you one on one, unedited, just my stream of thoughts at this very moment in time. And I have a lot of thoughts right now. And it's also been really hard to formulate thoughts in this time because everything feels really jumbled. But something really powerful came to me last night and it was kind of dramatic (laughs) but we had a crazy storm and a full moon and I'm not really someone who's a deep believer in astrology but I have my own beliefs in spirituality that's unique to me it lies very heavily in nature and this storm and this full moon. I mean, I was falling asleep last night and I just felt my heart expanding and I felt this deep cleanse with the lightning and the rain and I felt like I could relate to this chaos of the nature and then just this calm. And so what I want to share with you today is the idea of slowing down and I'm ashamed to admit that slowing down has not come easy to me most of my adult life. When I graduated college, I moved immediately to Manhattan. Like three months, I moved to Manhattan. And I also feel like I've lived in this world, this capitalistic world, where I have a deep-seated belief that to survive and to thrive, that there's no room for the slow. There's no room for lingering behind. There's only room for getting ahead. And so I've carried this with me for a really long time. And while I've been away from the city for this duration of time, I've been back in my childhood home. And it's been such a privilege that I've been able to quite literally escape. That's really what it feels like, an escape. But while I've been here, I've been taking note and really watching myself unwind day by day. And even though I'll observe other emotions come in and out, I, I've really been slowly observing this unwind. And that's kind of that theme here, that slow, long-term effect that's sort of been happening to everyone. And, and at first, my slowing down was really uncomfortable. I mean, Seriously. I live in Manhattan. I find achievement and thrill in doing things nonstop. And perhaps that's why I pursued the adrenaline rush of living there and calling that my temporary home. But this past fall, I actually moved to Brooklyn and I moved to a park. And since, it's really become my sanctuary. And now, as I'm here in my childhood home, practically in the woods. I'm reminded of that same comfort and joy that comes from slowing down and comes from those sanctuary spaces of the outdoors. I have been listening to the birds. Last night, I took a moonlight walk. I've never so intimately observed winter turning to spring. I have been seeing undergrowth emerging and budding out from hibernation, and it makes me consider, have I been hibernating? Have we all just been hibernating? And I seriously mean that. Consider that. Have you been hibernating? Have you been doing all the things that you've needed to do just to get by, to survive, But ignoring your actual self, your actual pleasure and joy. Have you been hibernating? I now take myself to lunch. I mean, by taking myself to lunch, I go downstairs, but I sit at the kitchen table and I make myself lunch and it's made me detest the way that I've mechanically come to eat at my desk I also now take time to moisturize thoroughly after really long showers. I even have taken a few baths. But between this, I've noticed uncertainty and how it rises and falls or how it just enters so abruptly unwarranted into my day. It just inserts itself. It'll just come like a semi-truck and smack me. But in that time, I've realized that I've been equipped with the tools to handle this all along. That slowing down isn't actually so foreign, but it's rather been a reclamation of a former self that knew how to take care, that knew the bittersweetness of desire and of longing. And in that time, I used to long for the life that I actually have right now. I sat in these same chairs and in these same rooms and dreamt of who I wanted to become. And she's here and she's back and she's learned heartbreak and pleasure and pain in these very spaces. And those were never quick journeys. Those were long, those were drawn out, they were slow. And just like now, this isn't going to be a quick journey, but that just might be the joy after all. I think the joy and the pleasure is in slowing down and is in the things that are drawn out. And as I've been equally leaning into the pain, because let's be real, this has been painful, I equally am leaning into the pleasure. And pleasure, it arguably begins with pain. It arguably begins with vulnerability and confronting the hard stuff to unearth the good stuff. So in this time, I've been gentle, or I'm trying to be gentle, and to be soft, and to turn inward. And right now, my most important priority is me, which feels really uncomfortable, and it feels really uncertain. But there's this inner knowing and this inner guidance that it just feels right at the same time. And so I urge you to, at this time, your most important priority should also be you. And you should take ownership of that and reclaim that. Whatever that looks like and however that feels best. And you know that. That's you. That's your authenticity. No one can prescribe that to you. Once we've been able to tune in to ourselves, it only allows us to better serve and support and to guide as a healing light. I mean, without me being able to take breaks, I wouldn't even be able to come here on this mic and sit in the closet that I'm in and share what's been up. And so I really urge you in this time to tune in and to slow down. That's so revolutionary. Our world does not teach us to be slow. It teaches us to be fast. It teaches us to consume. I don't know what this quote is from, but someone once said, we aren't citizens, we are consumers. So let's once again become citizens This pandemic is shifting our culture and it's going to shift how we interact and how we socialize and how we connect and our relationship to ourselves. And so don't beat yourself up for not having that same pace that you've had or that same routine that you've had and lean into creating new space for yourself a new time for yourself and it's going to be an entirely new narrative where once you may have been capable of something, you are now not capable of something or capable of it even more. So switch around those capabilities and those priorities and don't judge yourself or compare yourself to any anything anyone else is doing because this is such a unique circumstance and take it slowly and gently. Just come as you are your process is exactly right and it's exactly where you're meant to be. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram. The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening.